one would forgive you at being surprised uh, that you're hearing this, uh, slightly surprised myself, um, and while I can't guarantee how often in the future I'll be saying this, I can say it now. You're listening to the Boring Bill Podcast. My name is Boring Bill. Yes, indeed, we're coming back for an episode here. This is a full episode. This is not any kind of teaser or any kind of uh, item at all that is um, attempting to uh, get you ready for a new episode and then an episode doesn't indeed come. It is well over a year since we last um, submitted a podcast and I currently don't even know the subscriber statistics, although I suggest that they'll be particularly low. Um, nevertheless, there are some people out there that will still be subscribed to the Boring Bill podcast uh, in whatever software they use. Potentially, iTunes seems to be the com- you know, most common piece of software. And in a time where podcasting seems to have gone you know, slightly out of fashion, it seems um, it's difficult for any podcaster to, to continue. But here I am. Um, Occasionally, every few months, uh, the Boring Bill Podcast email address, which is still active and still boringbillpodcast at gmail.com, um, does occasionally receive some emails from people that find it particularly useful to to listen to the podcast. And uh, we're taking one of those suggestions today from someone who emailed in with a, with the long list of suggestions, which I may take um, other ideas from in the future. A, a listener called uh, called James. Who suggested various things, as I say, and, and one of the things he suggested was um, election results in the, in the United Kingdom. Um, we are in the UK, probably not too far away from a general election, which um, constitutionally has to occur within the next year. Um, so I may do another episode talking about the general election results that follow in 2010, but. Um, for now, the most recent general election is the election that was held in 2005, which uh, saw the incumbent party, the, the Labour Party in the UK, um, retain power with a reduced majority of 66. Um, leader at the time was uh, Tony Blair, and was still in that uh, in that Parliament. Now, um, a change of leader. Um, in, now that the Prime Minister is uh, Gordon Brown, who's a member of Parliament for Kilcoddy. Tony Blair was the member of parliament for Sedgefield and now subsequently resigned as an MP there, triggering a by-election. Um, perhaps there's another podcast to be had there about the uh, method in which these kind of arrangements happen in parliament. You cannot resign from your seat. One has to uh, apply for a position which um, bars you from being an MP and that forces the, the seat to be made vacant um, by the Speaker and a writ to be issued to Call a by-election, but that's for that's for another time. So the the Labour Party did retain power um, in the UK. It is a in each individual constituency one elects a person rather than a party. Although more often than not, the person is attached to a party, and then how many collective people from each party um, is voted uh, results in in who is the prime minister. Um, the Prime Minister is not directly elected. In fact, the Prime Minister is selected by um, the monarch, in this case Queen Elizabeth II. Um, it is the duty of the monarch to select 
her prime minister or his prime minister, but currently her prime minister, as the uh, post most likely to command the support of the house, which almost always is the leader of the largest party. Um, in the case of the general election was Tony Blair, and this is why um, Gordon Brown became prime minister without a direct election. There is no constitutional requirement for that at all. The leader of the largest party, as decided within the party's own ranks, is the Prime Minister, assuming that that party has an overall majority, which the Labour Party has. In the next election, due to uh, boundary changes, the majority that the Labour Party will be defending will not be 66, but it will be a notional majority of around 40, because boundary changes harm the Labour Party to a tune 20 seats. But, uh, Let's move on to the main uh, content of this podcast here. Um, we're going to look at general election results. Now, um, at the last general election, currently in Parliament, there are 646 seats, um, each of which returns one member of Parliament, and it would be an extremely long podcast um, for me to go through each and every one of those uh, constituencies. So, uh, I'm going to... Uh, give you a few regions, um, and I won't go through the person that was elected, I'll uh, go through um, the party that won each seat, and they're they're changing the vote, and I might um, elaborate on some seats where necessary. We're going to start with the the northwest of England. Um, This includes Greater Manchester, Liverpool, uh, Lancashire, Cheshire, and uh, the Lake District, Cumbria. it's generally a, a Labour stronghold, but uh, not necessarily, but, you know, we'll have a look, and it's a relatively interesting um, region in terms of um, having some important swing seats in it. Um, and we'll go uh, alphabetically by constituency name through the northwest seats, the first of which is uh, Baron Furness. Um, the, the Labour Party won that seat, although they lost uh, 8.1% of the vote. Blackburn, similarly, Labour won. That's the seat uh, that um, Jack Straw has held. Jack Straw is the current Justice uh, Secretary um, in the United Kingdom. He's represented that seat since 1979, and he won again. Safe seat there, but he lost uh, 12.1% of the vote. Um, Blackpool, North and Fleetwood, Labour held, losing 3.2% of the vote. Um, And exactly the same... Uh, loss in vote, 3.2% in for Labour in Blackpool South, where Labour also held. In Burnley, in Lancashire, in Kitty Usher, won with uh, losing 10.8% of the vote. Uh, the City of Chester, Labour wins again, losing 9.6% of the vote. Surely, Labour wins. Uh, Lindsay Hoyle there, uh, losing 1.6% of the vote, quite a small loss there. Congleton, uh, an area in Cheshire, um, the Conservatives win there, um, losing uh, 0.9% of the vote, nearly 1% of the vote just lost there. Um, Copeland, uh, Labour wins, losing 1.3% of the vote. Crewe-Nantwich, there's been a by-election subsequently in Crewe-Nantwich, but the general election, um, Labour won, losing 5.5% of the vote. Uh, Edisbury, the Conservatives win, increasing 0.1%. Um, Ellsbury, Port and Nairston, uh, Labour win that seat with minus 6.9%. Um, Fly, 
increase of 1.1% for the Conservatives holding that seat there. Um, Halton, Labour wins that seat, but uh, less share of the vote there of 6.4%. Um, Hinburn, Labour losing, winning the seat, but losing 8.7% uh, of the vote. Lancashire West, Labour winning that seat, losing 6.4% of the vote. These percentage losses are obviously referring to the previous general election in 2001, which was a landslide for the Labour Party. Uh, Lancaster and Weir, Conservatives win that seat with an increase of 0.6% of the vote. Macclesfield, Conservatives win, increase of 0.7% of the vote. Interesting that their increase in the vote in the North West, in the seats that they win, um, is not as big as it is in the rest of the United Kingdom, as a general rule. Um, Morkel and Lansdale, Labour win the seat, only losing 0.8% of the vote. Pendle, Labour win, losing 7.5% of the vote. Penrith and the Border, Conservatives win, losing 3.6% of the vote. Preston, Labour win, uh, losing 6.5% of the vote. Ripple South, Labour win, losing 3.4% of the vote. The Ripple Valley, Conservatives win, um, increasing their vote by 0.4%. Rosendale and Devon, uh, and Darwin, sorry, uh, Labour win that, losing. Um, 5.8% of the vote. Tatton, um, previously represented by Martin Bell, an independent that won in 1997 as an anti-Slees candidate against Neil Hamilton, um, was won by the now Shadow Chancellor um, of the Conservative Party, uh, George Osborne. He increased his vote there by 3.7%. Uh, Warrington North, Labour hold, losing uh, 8.2%, Warrington South Labour hold losing 8.8% of the vote. Um, uh, Westmoreland and Longsdale, the Liberal Democrats have that seat, they're only one in the Northwest. Um, in uh, Lancashire, Cheshire, and the Lakes, not including Greater Manchester. Um, so they're only seat outside of Liverpool and Greater Manchester, and they win that, increasing their vote by 5.1%. Um, Warrington, Labour with that seat, losing 6.3% of the vote. So Greater Manchester, um, an urban area, uh, generally a Labour stronghold, depending on which area of Greater Manchester you refer. Greater Manchester um, is an odd setup. It has 10 unitary councils, all controlling their area totally. There is no cross-Greater Manchester governance, although there is an association um, of those 10 councils that try and cooperate on some issues and there are some cross-border agencies like the GMPTE, um, which is the Greater Manchester um, Passenger Transport Executive. Um, and obviously support for different parties varies in different areas and uh, there are some important seats in Greater Manchester in the next general election, but the seats there are, are as follows. Uh, Altering and Sale West, the Conservatives uh, win this seat, increasing point two of the uh, um, vote. Ashton Underline, Labour win this seat, 5.1% of the vote lost there. Bolton Northeast, Labour win, losing 8.6% of the vote. And Bolton Southeast, Labour win again, losing 5% of the vote. Bolton West, Labour win, 4.5% of the vote. And Bury North, a Labour win, but they lose 8.2% uh, of the vote. And if there is a uh, Bury North, it's likely to be Bury South, but Labour win. Um, but they lose 8.8% uh, of the vote. Cheadle, the uh, Liberal Democrats win that, with an uh, increase of 6.5% of the vote. Um, 
Dayton and Reddish Labour win minus uh, 7.8% of the vote. Eccles Labour win minus 7.6% of the vote. Hazel Grove won by the Liberal Democrats, the third party in the United Kingdom, but um, quite rarely for the Liberal Democrats they lose percentage there, uh, losing 2.5%. Um, Hayward and Middleton Labour win that seat, losing 7.9% of the vote, nearly 8% of the vote lost there. Uh, Lee uh, in Wigan. They will win that, losing only 1.2% of the vote. Makerfield also in Wigan. Uh, Labour lose 5.3% of the vote there. Manchester Blakely, 6.6% of the vote lost, but Labour still hold that safe Labour seat. Manchester Central, Labour win again and show the parliamentary Labour Party there. Um, Tony Lloyd, but he loses 10.6% of the vote in central Manchester. Manchester Gorton, Labour lose... Um, 9.6% of the vote. Uh, Manchester Withington, the only seat with Manchester in the title, do not be held currently by the Labour Party. Uh, the Liberal Democrats won that seat by a staggering 20.4% increase in the vote. That was overturned. Um, a very safe Labour seat that went Liberal Democrat and got it just by a few hundred votes there. That's one to watch at the next general election. Uh, Oldham East and Saddleworth Labour increased their vote in that seat. There's an increase of 2.8%. Uh, Oldham West and Royton, Labour win that one, um, but they lose 2.1% of the vote. Rochdale Liberal Democrats win there with an increase of 6.2% of the vote. Salford Labour win there, minus 7.5%. State Origin Hyde, um, that's the seat of James Purnell. Um, Labour win there, and they lose 11.8% of the vote. Stockport Labour win there, losing 8.1% of the vote. Stratford and Amsterdam Labour win there, losing 10.1% of the vote. Wigan Labour win there, losing 6.6% of the vote. Walsley Labour win, um, losing 6.1%. And uh, Withenshaw and Sale East, also in the central Manchester for the most of it. Um, Labour win there, but they lose 7.8%. Merseyside, which includes Liverpool, as well as areas like uh, St. Helens and Norsley, but and the Wirral, obviously, but uh, Liverpool being you know, a metropolitan centre there in Merseyside. Um, again, a relatively safe Labour area. Uh, Birkenhead, Labour win, losing 5.5%. Bootle, Labour win, losing 2.1%. Crosby, Labour win, losing... 6.9%. Uh, Nursley South, Labour win, losing 3.4%. Nursley South... 3.2% lost there, but Labour still hold. Liverpool Garston, Labour win, losing 7.4% uh, of the vote. Liverpool Riverside, Labour win, but they lose 13.8% of the vote. Liverpool Walton, Labour win, but they lose 5% of the vote there. Liverpool Wavertree, um, Labour win there, of course, but they uh, lose. 10.3% of the vote. Liverpool West Derby, Labour win there, very safe seat. Um, but uh, they lose 3.4% of the vote. Uh, interesting, the candidate for the Labour Party at the next general election there is um, Stephen Twigg, uh, the, the person who originally bought, uh, beat Michael Portillo in his uh, Greater London seat um, in 1997, only to lose it in 2001. He was selected for a safe seat in Liverpool there. St Helens North, uh, Labour, losing 4.2% of the vote. And St Helens South, Labour win there, but they increased their vote by... Um, 4.8%, quite uh, quite impressive there. Southport, the Liberal Democrats win, increasing their vote by 2.5%. Um, Orsi, Labour win, minus 6% there. Rural South, 
Labour win, and losing just under 5% of the vote, 4.9% of the vote lost there. And Rural West Labour win, but they lose 4.7% of the vote. This is uh, quite an emerging pattern for Labour seats across the United Kingdom in the 2005 election. Labour managed to hold a lot of them because they're either safe seats or they have pretty good majorities. They lose some percent of the vote, but they still maintain holding the seat. Um, they had a landslide victory in 2001, so it's statistically very difficult for anyone else to win in 2001. Um, it was more about the extent. Uh, and the, the majority really, there was never any question they were going to lose this general election. Um, and statistically, they're still in a strong position when it comes to the general election to be held probably next year. The Conservatives require quite a huge swing uh, to win some of these seats, and uh, what happens with the Liberal Democrat Party will also be quite interesting here. Um, there's plenty of safe seats in the in the northeast of England and uh, Yorkshire and Humberside. So I probably won't go to the. Let's go. In, we've done a Labour safe area, so let's do a. Um, conservative area um, region of the country. Um, let's do southwest. We've done the, the northwest, so we'll do southwest. Um, let's do Devon and Cornwall first, the furthest to southwest of the southwest. Cornwall obviously has turned out to be a bit of well, probably the only safe area for the Liberal Democrats in the United Kingdom. So let's just uh, have a bit of a rundown of Devon and Cornwall. Cornwall North, Liberal Democrats win, but they lose 9.4% of the vote. Cornwall South East, the Liberal Democrats win, but they gain 0.8% of the vote. Devon East, Conservatives win that seat, losing half a percent. Devon North, the Liberal Democrats win, increasing their vote by 1.7%. Devon South West, Conservatives, and they lose 2%. Exeter, Labour win that, but they lose 8.7%. Uh, Falmouth and Cranbourne, the Liberal Democrats win that and they increase their vote by 10.4%. Plymouth Davenport, uh, held by Labour, but they lose 14% of the vote. And Plymouth Sutton, Labour win that also and they lose 10.1% of the vote. St Ives, the Liberal Democrats win that, losing nearly a percent, 0.9% of the vote there. Uh, Tambridge, the Liberal Democrats win that, increasing their vote by 1.3%. Diverton and Honiton, the Conservatives win that by 0.8% of the vote. Torbay, the Liberal Democrats win that, but they lose 9.7% of the vote. Trowbridge and West Devon, Conservatives win that seat, increasing their vote by 2.7%. And Tones, the Conservatives win that also, but they lose 2.8% of the vote there. Uh, Truro and uh, St. Austell, Liberal Democrats win that, but they lose 1.6% um, of the vote. Uh, West England, also in that region, yeah, pretty much the rest of the rest of that region there. Um, Bath, the Liberal Democrats win that, losing 6.6% of the vote. Um, Bournemouth East, the Conservatives win that, increasing their vote by 1.7. And Bournemouth West, the Conservatives also win that, losing 1.4% of their vote there. Uh, Bridgewater, uh, the Conservatives win that, increasing their vote by 3.7. Bristol East, Labour win that seat. But they uh, lose 9.1% of the vote in Bristol Northwest. They will also win, but they lose 5.4% of the vote. Bristol South, very safe Labour seat. Um, Labour win that, but they lose 7.8% of the vote. Bristol West, the Liberal Democrats win that, increasing their vote by 9.4%. Uh, Cheltenham, the Liberal Democrats win that, but they lose 6.2% of the vote. Christchurch, uh, Christopher 
uh, shop wins there, um, but uh, for the Conservative Party, but they lose 0.4% uh, of the vote. Cotswolds Conservatives win that, but they lose 1% of the vote. Devizes Conservatives uh, win that, and they increase their vote by 1.3%. Mid Dorset and North Pool, the Liberal Democrats uh, win that, increasing their majority there to the tune of 6.7%. Dorset North Conservative hold, um, losing 1.8%. Um, Dorset South, the only seat in Dorset to be held. Um, by uh, the Labour Party. They only lose 0.4% of the vote there, and that also sees an increase in the majority, though, um, because the Conservatives, the nearest challengers there, did pretty poorly due to a kind of national scandal of their candidate there. Um, Dorset West, uh, held by, at the time of the 2005 general election, the Shadow Chancellor Oliver Letwin, um, in a very tight contest there, but he managed to increase his vote to, uh, to the tune of 1.9%. Forest of Dean, Conservatives hold that, increasing their vote by 1.2%. Gloucester, held by Labour, only losing 1.1% of the vote there. Kingswood, Labour win that seat, but they lose 7.9% of the vote. Uh, North Avon, the Liberal Democrats win that, uh, pretty stable there, but they lose 0.1% of the vote. Paul, Conservatives hold that, losing 1.7% of the vote. Salisbury, held by the Conservatives, increase of 1.2% there. Uh, Somerton and Froome, Liberal Democrats hold that, increasing their vote by 0.3. Stroud, uh, Labour win that, but they lose 7%. Swindon North, Labour hold that, but they lose 9.2%. Swindon South, also held by Labour, but a loss of 11% there. Taunton, the Liberal Democrats hold, increasing 2% in the vote. So, sorry, that's not a hold, they actually gained that from the Conservatives from Adrian Flook. Um, apologies, Chicksbury Conservatives hold that, increasing by 3% of the vote. The one strike, uh, Labour um, have that seat and uh, losing 6.2% of the vote. Wells, uh, Conservative hold, losing 0.2% of the vote. Westbury, Conservatives win that with 2.4% of the vote. Western Supermare Conservatives increasing 1.6% there. Uh, Wilkshire North, Conservatives increasing 1.4. Uh, Woodspring, the seat of uh, Dr. Liam Fox, a senior Conservative, um, losing 1.9% of the vote there. And Yeovil, um, the, the Liberal Democrats uh, winning that seat with an increase of 7.2%. Obviously, there are uh, plenty more stats there, but this podcast will go on for hours and hours, and we're already uh, 20 minutes in, and there's only so much a limit as to how much uh, can be stored on the internet in terms of podcasting. Um, I'm going to leave it there. Uh, I hope you're welcome back, and um, continue to just uh, send suggestions in to morningbuildpodcast at gmail.com. Um, obviously, if we know what we're going to talk about, it's uh, much easier to produce the podcast is just sticking in front of a microphone and, and we go from there. Uh, I can't tell you when, but hopefully there'll be more episodes that are still in the year 2009. Um, but of course, if you keep subscribed to the podcast, then uh, you'll be up to date with um, whatever progress we can make. And with that, um, I'll just remind you that the email address is um, at gmail.com. The uh, blog address is boringbill.blogspot.com and the RSS feed is feeds.feedburner.com forward slash boringbill but I'm sure you've all known that before welcome to anyone listening to this for the first time uh, welcome back to anyone who is a long term subscriber 
and you've been listening to the Boring Bill podcast. My name is Boring Bill. See you next time.